Did you ever notice how men always leave the toilet seat up? That's the joke. You suck, Big Ben! And coming in. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Laser yeah, Time. Yeah, Laser Time. Yeah. All right, sir. Do the king of names. Do right, the king sir, of names. King sir, of names. Want to hear the king of names? Please, sir. I'd like to finish. I'm on stage talking. Hi, everybody. Gay. Stop. <laughs> uh, this is Laser Time, the Internet's eighth leading pop culture show because of that comment, Henry. <laughs> no one knows your sexuality and that you're allowed to say that. Uh, well, I hope they do now. Um, but hi, I'm Chris Antisto. Who else do we have with us? Henry Rockstar Gilbert. You should meet, come into the mic a little bit. <laughs> Henry hey. Rockstar Gilbert. Hey. Dave Rudden. Uh, the Breckler? <laughs> the Breckler. Um, so I am letting you guys into this week's... We, Laser Time, if you don't know, we're a pop culture show that usually picks a weird topic, does a bunch of research and grabs some sound clips and focus on, focus on that. And on, like our shame songs, this is going to be a bit of a listening party mm-hmm. uh, because I am letting you in on one of my secret pleasures. Uh, in my life, you guys know me. You know, Land of the Apes cross. No, no, no <laughs> not yet. Cross, cross Tiny Tunes, uh, cross Chippendale. No, it's not that. It's you might know this about me, especially you listening who've left comments. I don't take criticism very well. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the knowing laughter. Uh, yeah, that, I didn't expect uh, that would be the biggest laugh. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, yes, I like. But then also, uh, you know, it was also Halo Week, which brings needless negativity yeah. <laughs> from all corners of the universe well, you didn't um, like it enough I, yeah all I did was like it wasn't enough for everybody <laughs> it was it was not enough uh, but so what I do when I'm feeling that kind of frustration is I I don't usually seek them out but like I've done it so much you know like YouTube will just like pull shit up yeah. recommend it to you I'm like yes Hannibal mm. Burris dresses down a heckler so yes I'm gonna go through some of my favorite stand up comedy heckles of all time in the universe um, so just to set things straight, you like when the hecklers get shot down, not the I heckling do. itself. No, 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 no. I, no, I can't stand. I can't stand heckling. It's um, the worst. I can't stand heckling. And like uh, Henry sent me over this clip, and it's Louis C.K. from the movie Iron Comic. And he, uh, there's a bunch of clips with him with hecklers on the internet, and he's kind of great because um, we'll get into that. But like, it's it's the instinct of most stand-ups, just like. You talked, you broke the rules, I can say whatever I want to you. Louis C.K. tends to do interesting things and apologizes while he's being mean to someone. (laughs) But I love that this this insight into what he's thinking. I get really upset when people heckle. It's a thing I can't get over. Or if they were heckling, they thought it would be funny. And when they find out that I'm serious about it, they just go... 90% of the time they stop. But when they ignore me or blow me off, like flip me a bird and keep talking or make fun of me... I go crazy. I get really upset. I just laid into this woman and said, you are a bad person. You have a bad, mean heart. And I know you don't think so. You think you're having fun. But I really want you to think about what this is like for me and how awful this is to do this to a person. And she got so upset. Uh, she came up to me after the show. You didn't have a right to talk to me like that. And I said, get, get away. Just go away. You need to go away. One heckle comeback and I've never used it but it's locked and loaded I have it ready and I've just never found a situation where I wanted to use it but I love it and that would be to tell somebody uh, you know when you were born the moment you were born somebody was walking by and they saw and you know what they said 
They said, hey, look, there's, look, there's some cunt coming out of some cunt's cunt. <laughs> Whoa. Well, Boy. so oh, I guess I should say that uh, parental advisory, TVMA, yeah. trigger warning. Uh, Why did the backbeat to that sound like 1996? It's a documentary. <laughs> it by did, a guy from the 80s. It did, so. it did sound Actually, like... Lisa it was an NBA jam. It did sound like a cutaway from Do the Right Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, so... It's a movie, I Am Comic, which is great. It's really good. That's the one about the guy who's like Jeff Foxworthy's joke writer who mm-hmm. retired... And then decided to come back, but he and the best stuff he did was when he started interacting with the audience. And there's there's a fine line between you know crowd work and heckling, mm-hmm. and you know guys who work really well with an audience can be great, but then there's the audience that thinks that they're funnier than the person on stage, yes. or that they're the show, and like, mm-hmm. oh, you asked me a question, it's time for me to talk. I always wonder. Sorry, yes, um, keep it's going. Also, the whole thing of like making things is super hard. Yes. Making fun of things is super easy. Yes, and I, like, I and that's like uh, the end of it for I've me. To, where it's like get, it is so much harder to put yourself out there. Yes, put yourself on the line and try. And it is the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, to make fun. And of I, I come yeah. off very critical of like articles that I don't read that are critical of comedians and other things. Even when you know the person, their heart is in the right place. I just I always say like. Please do not send me any articles about how Amy Schumer is a racist, by the way. Because last time we mentioned that she did something good, I'm like, I'm not reading those. Because I I don't... Hmm. I I understand where this person's heart is, but, like, this is... It's just that, like... Maybe the thing that you're into isn't a gateway to solving mm. racism. In, in that, maybe maybe in that maybe specific, Hearthstone doesn't have the answer just because you play it a lot. <laughs> well, in that specific instance of, of... There was recently a writer saw clips from Amy Schumer telling jokes that that weren't the nicest to Hispanic people, but they the person then wrote an article like saying Amy Schumer's racist, and then it t- turned out people asked the the writer, did you see a lot of her stand-up? And it turns out they just watched this clip. Never. And, and that was the only thing they'd seen. And that's just uninformed writing. Never. Like, as an online writer, I was like, no, you should... You should at the very least watch the entire special that those jokes are in. This is coming from a podcaster. Mm -hmm. I keep, whenever we get in those conversations, like, I don't like racism and sexism and misogyny, and I don't know how I feel about this, but, like, I do know that there are two types of content now on the internet. Take it from the guy doing, like, 18 podcasts. Mm -hmm. There is content Mm -hmm. and content about content. One -hmm. of those is more important. Mm -hmm. And one of those is easier to criticize. One Uh, of them allows criticism. Like... Yeah, though the the idea of a heckler and a critic being the same thing is or being closely related was my problem with the film Heckler, mm-hmm. which Jamie Kennedy made a movie that which I did not grab I, his clip because he's a ton of heckling yeah. clips all over the net because it seemed to happen quite he a bit. Fucking sucks, man. And yeah. that's the big that's the problem. My problem with Heckler that it actually half of the film I think is an interesting documentary about heckling and what makes people heckle and footage of him being heckled and him talking to actual good comedians like Paul F. Tompkins about what heckling is. But then the second half is him going to his reviewers who gave him uh, mean reviews yes. for his garbage <laughs> it's, movie. It's the end of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, yeah. and there's, there's also the, uh, the uh, but I'll get into it a little bit. Let's hear Louis C.K. deal with uh, Heckler Live. What's that? The last thing you can do is share hair. The last thing I can do is share hair. That is the shittiest heckle I have ever heard. That is the dumbest, the dumbest thing 
any human being has ever said to me in my entire life. One time I was walking down the street in New York and this guy walked up to me and went, Bleh. and that made a lot more sense than that shitty hustle. The last thing I could do is share hair. Why don't you just say you're fucking bald and ugly? That would have made it a weird way around to the baldness. Wait a minute, he share he said share, so I'm gonna say hair. You can't share you can't share hair. That's the last thing you can do. That's how little hair you have. Alright, good luck with that, sir. This goes on for seven minutes. Wow. And that's a weird form of heckling, because it's not technically a heckle, it's like I think this guy on stage is funny, but I can add to his I, joke. I, I, well, that, that, yes, that is that is part of it. Because like yeah. the only heckle I saw in person, um, would I say that we did stand up for a little while? Uh, me and you, Chris. Did this is we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the last time I did stand up. <laughs> wow. How sad is that? How, how fast has time gone? Which I liked, uh, but is hard. Yeah, it's a it's something I deeply <laughs> respect easy. and um, couldn't handle the refinement. Couldn't handle. Watching other people refine their act couldn't handle bad things being mm. refined and watching them every week. That was hard to do. Oh, that dump cake. No, 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 no. Don't call anybody. <laughs> I don't want to call anybody. Nobody out. knows who this person is. You don't is. know that. You, you'd be surprised who's on the Patreon.com slash time. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but it was the one time I did see it, it was a guy enthusiastically... Like, yeah, man, right on. Like, shut... And he just had to say, shut up. Stop agreeing with me. You're not my fucking hype man. Like, I I don't need you. Like, yeah, that's... Yeah, I get it. Like, you're in the front row and annoying the shit out of me. Well, when we were on... uh, The only time during our... During the seven times I went on stage to do stand-up, the only time I even got, like, sort of heckled was when I was doing... A very hilarious bit about mm-hmm. the Godzilla film that is so new and it, the joke works as good today as it did now. Uh, but the, it was about how Godzilla was destroying the Golden Gate Bridge instead of the Bay Bridge. And mm-hmm. then some guy in the audience said, like, yeah, you should go to Oakland. And my response was just like, ah, no, that's not that's not the cool place anymore. He's got to get in the city for all those tech jobs. And see, a wonderful thing mm-hmm. I said. But... The point is that, that that was the worst it got for me. That I and it was just it was a weird thing that night because it was just two drunk dudes yeah. from the bar upstairs just like oh, just went great. downstairs accidentally <laughs> stumbled into comedy and that's and that's yeah. how you get people getting offended and yelly because they like that's what I don't understand like comedy for stand up comedy for years has been in like dimly lit basements with no windows and <clears> clearly <throat> a place where like it's it looks like Fight Club most of the time mm-hmm. with a drink minimum you can't just wander in there yeah. Yeah. and I think I'll play some Stan Hope later he, when he sh- like what the fuck did you just throw a dart at the weekly reader and like <laughs> let's, let's go comedy no yeah when we yeah. well at the place we were doing it at it was in literally the basement of mm-hmm. a bar and it poorly advertised that it existed even and so the days we were there there were multiple times people just stumbled down like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> I get, and I think some of them, like, there were also the kind of, like, the drunk, the, the invincible drunk girls, mm-hmm. I remember them seeing, are just like, I'm the star of my own movie, and it's, I just got down here, and this will be so cool. I, wouldn't, like, I saw Brendan Walsh, and just, I'd heard the stereotype, what fucking bachelor party, mm-hmm. bachelorette party, mm-hmm. comes to a stand-up comedy club? How was that fun? Yeah. How is that? Like, you should be out, like, getting fucking nuts. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the right place. Uh, yeah. That, that, that is, yeah. And, and then, that, again, C words are going to be flying throughout this, by the way. It's a word we don't use at all all that often. If we do, it's just me, because I think it's funny. That's actually what happened. I don't, I, 
don't think you got a clip from it, but like the movie Comedian, mm-hmm. which is about Jerry Seinfeld returning to comedy and this other dude who never really did much else. <laughs> um, but one of the parts is Jerry Seinfeld getting heckled on his like comeback tour. Yes. And I, I've I, it been forever since I'd seen it, but he got heckled by a rival party. But he, he it was almost a self-fulfilling heckling because he says, uh, should we go to that miserable place, Governors in Levittown? Which was the place where I like had my stand-up comedy class, in Long and, Island in New York, and did right. like ninety percent of the comedy shows I did, which mm-hmm. was not that many. Um, but yeah, like it's a bridal party who just did you go by Diamond Dog on stage? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. so good, ladies and gentlemen, the Diamond Dog, Dave Rudden. But yeah, like the fact that Jerry Seinfeld can get heckled, yeah. is it amazing. Like, how do you not give a shit that Jerry Seinfeld You're came to your Seinfeld. Com- Yeah, it's a legend on stage, and that that, that documentary is so great. Yeah, and and it's. I don't know. I really like that Jerry Seinfeld is a quadrillionaire, yeah. mm-hmm. but really is like doesn't fit in anywhere but stand-up and mm-hmm. just keeps going back to it. And, and he filmed that documentary just to yeah. show, like, here's what it's like. And, and I have a clip of him being heckled and dealing with it in a beautiful G-rated way mm-hmm. um, uh, from his special, I'm Telling You for the Last Time. And that was special was about like all that shit you saw on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm doing all this material one more time, and I'll uh... never do it again. And then after that came Comedian, which was him trying to, like, throwing yeah, out... Find new, a new yeah. thing. Well, it was him throwing out 20 years worth of material that he'd been touring on, and he made his career out of, mm-hmm. and trying to find new material. But this is from uh, Telling You For The Last... I'm Telling You For The Last Time. Thank you. <laughs> I love you, too. But I do feel the need to see other people. <laughs> and he points at the audience. Ah, that's great. It's, uh, <laughs> as, as a heckle, I do hate the... We love you. Like that's you bought your ticket, or maybe screened that when the show's over. Yeah. Just don't do it in the middle of the show. Yeah. I, I had one kind of heckle, and it worked. It worked to my. I did because I don't have anything like Louis C.K. said. I didn't have anything locked and loaded. Yeah. But I was doing stand up, and um, a bunch of guys went on, and a bunch of dick jokes. And then a, a woman gets on stage, and her family's in the crowd, and mm-hmm. she's like, uh, "Sorry, I don't have any dick jokes to tell you." And her, her parents are like, "Yeah, fuck dick jokes," uh, and. And she does fine. And then I go on next, um, and someone just yells, no, here come the dick jokes. I'm like, no, no, I don't have any dick jokes. And then I, <laughs> and I don't have any dick jokes at all. Um, and I do, I do it two minutes, and then I was like, and um, this is where I go into all of my dick material. And everybody starts <laughs> laughing. Like, I tricked, and I'm stomping around on stage. I tricked you. I had That's all I wanted to talk about was my dick the whole time. It was like one of the biggest laughs I ever got. <laughs> that was good. Misleading the audience. Um, you want to hear some Pat Oswalt? Sure. Uh, I think this is off the album um, Werewolves and Lollipops. But this is also like the, the example of someone trying, like I think, to help. Um, this is the bit if you if you remember was it about him getting his abortion pill <laughs> his girlfriend deciding wow, wow. to go get the morning after <laughs> it pill it's been so long since I heard werewolf and lollipop um, so. but and it's it's somber bit it comes it has a lot of honesty packed into it before the jokes start flying and I'm feeling some regret we gotta go do the adult thing but I'm glad that we can both admit this to each other it was just really like vulnerable moment of humanity you know and then we okay <laughs> I love the guy who's terrified in any kind of silence. Like, he better say pussy sooner. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Fuck me for building a moment. <laughs> I'd hate to see you at a funeral or a wedding or something, you know? So once again, uh. like, I, I, I really would love to just sit here and pl- listen to all seven. I've tried to take choice cuts out mm-hmm. of these. So this is the second clip. It's just... It's like six minutes in the mm-hmm. and then just I don't know how you go back into a bit after that 
but he, uh, he, this is still more the heckle. My mom told me if it's, if it's quiet for more than 50 minutes, then goblins come out of the ground and rape you, so I thought I would... I was trying to protect everybody by yelling. I thought I would scream and make a weird chicken noise, scare the rape goblins away. I'm really sorry, man. I thought it's good. Fucking... Oh, dude. Is everyone okay? Uh, has no one been raped? Then I think I'm right, all right? I think I just saved the whole room. What a dumb douchebag. <laughs> There's a whole fucking turn. Honestly, it gets really quiet, and then boom, it gets loud again. That's how it... It's like a pixie song, kind of. <laughs> you know, like, that's what I was going for, but you were just like... Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna be a douchebag forever. I'm being burned onto a CD for eternity, being a douchebag. Uh, uh, I love it so much. Yeah, that's, that that is great. I've heard I heard Paul Tompkins talk about this in multiple places, saying mm-hmm. that he used to be of the mind of like just shut down this person, make fun mm-hmm. of them, like humiliate them so they shut the hell up, mm-hmm. but. And then he kind of had the he he had the turn of just like you know what no just just leave oh you're not having a good time please go they'll give you a refund get out of here just like mm-hmm. because the more you sometimes with some of them if you focus on them more they're like yeah this is part of the game I made them better by having them yell at me and then they just they don't there, stop there's there's some clips I didn't grab just because like one one Godfrey like uh, mm-hmm. in the, in the comedy cellar where I saw him and and he's it sounds like he's threatening people he's like mm-hmm. shut up. Meet me upstairs and tell me that. Meet me upstairs yeah. and tell me that. Well, that's he like I found that in a couple places mm-hmm. that like you're free to like offer me criticism when I get off stage and tell me I didn't like the joke and I can tell you that like I'm a good person and I didn't mean to make you feel how you felt. You don't yell in the middle of a performance and I I've tried to think of analogs to that of like I go to see Metallica and like Inner Sandman! We're not doing that. And I just, and like, if I could be loud enough to drown out the musical performance <laughs> with my yeah. request for Enter Sandman, I would be <laughs> the biggest dick in the universe. I would destroy a Metallica show. And that can yeah. happen in stand-up. Well, yeah, when stand-up, it, it, when it's in a stadium or something as big mm-hmm. as, like, the Dane Cook or, mm-hmm. or Seinfeld performs, then if it's just one person out of 20,000, that feels like it's easier to ignore. But when it's one out oh, of, like, it, a thousand... Dude, it's like when we were doing... Like little clubs, you you can hear people drop their phones, and like it, it creates a, a cavernous silence when that mm-hmm. shit happens. So let alone repeatedly talking. Mm-hmm. Another clip I didn't grab because everybody gets mad at me when I said I I I've seen Daniel's Hasha show like twice. Mm-hmm. Didn't so much care for it, but I saw a stand up special and I thought like this is brilliant. This guy is really fast. Like this is the most jokes I've seen in, in like in that performance, and it's so vi- like there's just two drunk guys yelling, and he just grabs their drink and ro- walks off stage and throws it out the door <laughs> and then has and then not only has them removed but like picks better people to put in the front row in their spot <laughs> but uh, it's also a good example because he got in a lot of trouble for like I don't know what threatening rape on uh... he the the quick version is that he was telling a joke that involved rape I don't remember the exact joke mm-hmm. and then a woman said uh, some someone in the audience a woman took offense to that mm-hmm. and, and heckled him back and then his his response to shut that down was, "Wouldn't it be funny if she got raped right now? Wouldn't that be hilarious?" Hold on, let me make sure. Or is I that right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. fun? So that's an extreme heckle shutdown, but not more. It's not. 
he was trying to get recontrol the audience. I I bet he regretted it I'm on sure. some level, yeah. but like, but that's what you. But he what? also wasn't ready for that to be. I bet every comedian we ever liked before mm-hmm. people could put things on the internet all said the worst things you'd never yes. want to republish while being on stage. And, and especially I'm not when, forgiving Daniel when I get it. No, no, it's, no, but it's not. But it's, it's a comedy club too, where it's like I there's a level of like freedom of speech that you have that's there. What, like, that's what I think it, when you it, walk into that threshold. I'm going in there. Me to hear naughty jokes and be offended. Yeah, and if you and, don't like the joke, don't laugh. Yeah, don't laugh. And, and like, and like, like when a joke's not funny, the audience will tell you, and it probably won't happen again. Yeah. But if you're making yourself the spectacle, it's kind of like all bets are off. And the only thing I hate about the because I don't like I don't like that joke, and I don't like it's somebody not a good joke either. It, like, as I recall, yeah, I write threatening someone. It was more like the response writing about it in a blog, and it's like starts this whole stupid conversation. And I like I wanted to make an analogy of like I'm in a comedy club. And I hear a Holocaust joke. Mm-hmm. Always funny. Uh, no, but I hear a Holocaust <laughs> joke. I hear a Holocaust joke. So the fallout was that someone wrote a blog about hearing the joke mm-hmm. in a club. So if I hear a Holocaust joke in a comedy club, and I run to, I don't know, a famous rabbi or a Holocaust survivor, and I tell that joke to them, <laughs> you're the problem. You're telling the joke to the people in a place it wasn't intended, in a context mm-hmm. it wasn't given. You were literally telling it to the worst. And that's when I see people write up, like, I heard something offensive at a comedy show. I'm like, You went tell- to a comedy show. Yeah, you went to a comedy show. Tell the comedian. Keep it, like, keep it to yourself. Jokes out like, of context. The context means a lot in stand-up. Yeah, like, you were but... technically doing the same thing by telling a joke out of context to an audience that didn't come to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no, that only yeah, makes I sense agree. to me. And then it just becomes a story of the joke of, like, well, you, you can't... You can't know the joke in that moment, though I also don't think Daniel Tosh was that funny. I also don't think that he was probably workshopping a joke that involved rape and that it wasn't good. <laughs> like, it wasn't a good joke that he was doing on the road. That's something else, too, that comedians, they complain they have a problem with now that more than ever before, which mm-hmm. is being on the road is trying out material. You yeah. never have the album you hear. Or, well, geez, that almost sounds outdated. But yeah. the, the final version of jokes take... Uh, years yeah, a year. to uh, like at least a year yeah, to, like, to, uh, to throw back inside baseball sometimes the shit I say in the show that you like I'd actually written and workshopped in my head and right. finally gave it out to you and it, it, it doesn't I only say that because I was thinking like why did I stop doing stand up because the thrill you get from it is awesome mm-hmm. and I just when it works it's when it, when, it and, and like you know when it sucks but like I bomb on these shows all the time mm-hmm. but I also swing a lot and, and, <laughs> and like at least one or two twice a show I say something funny and I get that same validation from doing this that like and I felt bad for some of the stand up comics like you only have one night like two nights a week to get the validation I get for like all these shows in between like being a stay at home dad yeah. or, or and that was a and that was when I was I had a side gig but I still had another thing where, like I'm still making people laugh and like mm-hmm. with a lot less discomfort mm-hmm. I feel I felt spoiled because I loved it and I, I I did like doing it and I wasn't immediately shitty I was I surprised myself I wasn't I was not terrible you were not terrible either thank you buddy. Dave, we can't. Uh, we we didn't see it for ourselves. So, do you have it recorded? Yeah. Uh, I oh, tell have me you a, can find it. I have that, a tape somewhere. That was the uh, hell. That, that was the hell of stand up, though. Was them saying like, if you want to get better, you have to record yourself and listen back. Ooh, I was like, awful. But yes. I want to remember this in my mind the way the way yeah. my brain tells me it went. Dude, I saw I saw myself on tape, and I'm like. Oof. I look like that with my arms all the time. <laughs> why? Are, why are my limps? Why are my wrists so limp? Why do I walk around like a tyrannosaurus with a microphone? Fold, yeah, they told me like stop <clears throat> folding your arms. Your your posture's not good. 
Well, Brett, when classic? are you going to do some stand-up, huh? <laughs> Probably never. Not interested. Not interested? What about a clip from uh, old, old Richard Pryor? You go home, be fucked up. Yeah. Well, how's my mama? I beg your pardon. I'll slap you in the mouth with my dick. <laughs> Why would anybody yell that? Yeah. To Richard Pryor on stage. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Of all Why would yeah. you don't have a? And like that's the thing. Like if you ever think like. I got something to say. It's going to be hilarious, yeah. and I'm going to shut him down. You don't have a microphone. Mm-hmm. You do not have a microphone. Yeah. And well, like you probably, you probably, if you went to an inner city school like mine, you'll lose arguments just by being not loud enough. <laughs> It'll happen to you without a microphone. Mm-hmm. You but will the, never win. It's also but, how you win presidential debates. <laughs> but that drunk guy, I mean, that's the drunk confidence people have, mm-hmm. men yes. and women. They just are like. You're drunk enough, and if you think this person's not funny, I am certainly funnier than them. Uh, I. Though I like the combativeness more than the people who are just like, no, me too. I have a funnier bit. To, we're working together. I'm doing yeah. an extra joke on top of this. Yeah. It's kind of like I I would just recently went to see Back to Future 2 at the Castro mm-hmm. Theater, and it was a, a Doug Benson. He, he does movie interruptions where him and like three other people, they have microphones, mm-hmm. and they're basically doing live, live commentary like we do on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Or Mystery uh, Science Theater. Yes. And I was sitting, like, probably three seats away from this guy who thought, like, I'm funny, too. I'm going to say stuff, too. And, like... They'll probably give me a scholarship yeah, to be like, funny. They'll, they'll invite me up. And, it, like, he would just add random things every few minutes. And it's like, dude, we paid to see them, yeah. not you. I didn't say you this because I was too I have far a, away. I uh-huh. We hadn't played any uh, uh, female comics, but I, that, I, yeah. love, I love Todd Glass's clip because he was doing... It's a great clip because one, a, I've always loved Todd Glass. I love Todd um, Glass; he's the best. He he was watching his opener, and a woman just kept talking. And like you, you can see, there's a clip. You can see her like you can hear someone yelling in the background, and uh, he shushes her because he's going on stage. She doesn't know he's the headlining comic, and he's like, and he just shh, shh, please be quiet. And she doesn't know who he is, so she flips him off. <laughs> Ooh. She flips him off, and, he, and he, he goes on to explain, like, I know shushing might sound rude, but I've done this for years, and, like, walking over, telling this, someone to please be quiet, or, like, hey, shut up, bitch, like, that doesn't work, so I, I've just chosen to this shush, and what you don't do is flip someone off, and, like, he's, like, one of the nicest dudes ever, and I love this clip. Loud deserves to be. I think a shush is like a play with shh. Keep it down. Many times when you tell a customer to shh, about 95% of the time they turn and go, oh my god, I'm sorry. And then you almost feel bad for reprimanding because they're so cool about it. That's what happens 95, but not 99% of the time. Shh. And they go, oh my god, I'm sorry. You're like, oh, you know, I just want to let you know. And I told that woman to shush. She gave me the finger <laughs> and said, who the fuck are you? But because I wasn't at because I wasn't a waiter here that has to kiss your fucking ass. I can't write back to you. Is that the way you treat people and you think you can get away with it? And notice you didn't interrupt me because that's like, you can't, don't kiss me. Sit down, you fucking whore. <laughs> so the clip is yeah. a nightmare because she, she runs up on stage and like, I've seen, like I didn't capture any clips of those. I'm sure you've seen them on the internet, like people being attacked on stage. Jeez. Obviously, it doesn't make good audio, but it's not necessarily what we're talking about. I what Glass does, she walks up on stage and he just gets off. He's like, uh, "You're on stage alone. Go for yeah. it with no <laughs> microphone. Have at it." And uh, yeah. so here's my joke. Uh. And there there is another clip online that I also couldn't grab. Like they they called out a heckler mm. after the show, 
And and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's not good enough. To make up for it, you need to do five minutes next oh. week. And it's one of the most horrible, <laughs> awkward things I've ever seen in my entire life. Man, now that <laughs> that's one of the better bits in the Heckler movie when he makes a guy come on stage and do a joke and he heckles him from the audience. But, but again, Jamie Kennedy's not funny. People who yelled at him that he wasn't funny were right in saying that. They just shouldn't have said it. So bad, that was a successful Jamie Kennedy experiment. It was. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that show, kids? Uh, that, you got X, Dave, and you guys, <laughs> we intend to X all, like everyone listening when we get back from our break. I have a, t- a lot more clips. I don't even know if we'll get through all of them. George Carlin, David Cross, Amy Schumer. We will be right back with more Hecklers. I have a feeling the comment section is going to be so nice this week. Just kidding. Be mean to us in the comments. Heckle, heckle away. I've wanted to do this episode for a really long time. Whew, I'm a little out of breath. I'm just getting back from Florida, maybe. Uh, but I just want to say thank you for listening, and thank you for checking out LazerTimePodcast.com, uh, where you found this show and many others. I wanted to plug Talking Simpsons. If you haven't heard that, it would be awesome if you checked it out. If you were even a minor Simpsons fan, it's awesome. You'll love it. And if you like it a lot, it would really help us out if you'd go on iTunes, maybe rate it or review it, subscribe to it. It would just help us out uh, very much in this uh, launch period. But yeah, we launched it via Patreon.com slash LazerTime, which I know we say all the time to death, but it's important because tonight... Together, we are watching Empire Strikes Back, the second-to-last adventure in Star Wars before Force Awakens comes out. After this, there's only Jedi, but uh, this is an exclusive feature for patrons. A Monday night movie, every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, we watch a movie together. This time, it's the best Star Wars movie ever. No pressure, JJ. Anyway, thank you for listening to us. I'm just catching my breath, just getting back from Florida. God, I miss California. Thank you so much for listening. Tell a friend. Go to lasertimepodcast.com, youtube.com slash lasertime network. I can barely talk. I'm out of breath and sweaty. Laser time, second segment. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to... I, it's called the Heckler Show. No, this is shutting down hecklers. Yeah, Something that Chris. brings me great joys. Uh, some, it, it really does, because uh, some of... Criticism is, is totally valid, but sometimes you just want to shout. And being able to live through these comics of like, oh, they have the microphone, they get to yell whatever they want at this person. It's so beautiful. And here's one from George Carlin. Now, Pope Corky I doesn't command a lot of authority. Now... Would somebody just put a dick in that guy's mouth, please? Because that's what he wants. He's a cocksucker in disguise. He's got his mouth open because he wants someone to come in it. Now, you want to keep making noise, motherfucker, and we can find you that way, or are you just a punk, coward, asshole, bullshit, loud motherfucker, and you're going to shut up now so we don't find out where the fuck you're sitting? Because if you keep it up, we'll grab your ass and throw you on the fucking street where you belong with your mother. And I'm fucking her in the asshole every night anyway. So fuck you and your sister and your wife. If you got a kid, I hope your fucking kid dies in a car fire. How do you like that, you stupid cocksucker? Jesus. (laughs) Wow. Telling you, there's something cathartic about listening to these things. And not not that any of that was really justified. But uh, but I'm I'm just, I never got heckled to that extent. But like, I, I saw Carlin live. 
Once, thank God. Yeah. I saw him live in Vegas. I saw he was there. Paid sixty dollars and wished for you to get burning in a car fire. He didn't, but like he was, you could see him being like crazy, crazy, crazy meticulous. Like everything is very, very well rehearsed. And he was like, he would have to go back to his notes, and he turned to the audience and like apologized profusely. And he was also really awkward, hmm. like when he wasn't going from his material. Well, it was like, like seventy, man. No, it, no, there, there was a there's he, he every one of his special his last special is one of his best. The one, I agree. The one but... in the middle is like is weird, mm-hmm. but everything everything before that and after that, uh, life is worth losing. It, it, yeah. I forget which one it is. It was weird for me to go back and see his like his the like the eighties the eighties for Colin were just him doing these jokes that the were 90s. like and the nineties. It was just these very like hey, what about baseball? You know, the player is this position. Like, like he's got that post nine eleven special. That's really weird, where he has to be like momentarily patriotic yeah. and then immediately reverts from that. But you are all disease. That's that'll be my favorite Carlin album forever. Well, speaking of uh, dead, uh, what comedians, do you think about this, Brett? Uh, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Well, speaking of dead comedians, I saw a now deceased comedian get heckled. Really? Too. The, the one time I got to see Mitch Hedberg, and maybe I've told this story on here before, but I was I was, I was in Mitch Hedberg before he was dead, guys. But. Uh, so he was opening for Harlan Williams, who sucked that huh. night. <laughs> but uh, so and this is at a college, and guess what? There are drunk people, drunk young people at a college uh, stand-up show. Well, they're all there. They're all there because they got free tickets. Like and, I went to that too. This well, Berkeley? No, no, no. This okay. is in this is the University of North Florida, also. Mm-hmm. But, okay. So the, we, I went there. I didn't give a shit about seeing Harlan Williams live. I, I, saw, I, I saw Mitch Hedberg at University of Florida. So, and and I was also yeah. ready. I knowing Harlan Williams was there. In retrospect, it was half baked fans who were there. Like half the audience yeah. came up to him. Don't drop the soap. So yeah. So Mitch Hedberg is doing a bit, and it is one of his more cerebral ones about like the letter X and this woman just shouts out, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> And then he says, I'm talking about X, bitch. And he just moves on. And he just like and he and compare that to later in the night, that same woman who clearly didn't like learn the lesson of not getting involved, Harlan Williams, who is floundering to make forty minutes equal an hour, mm-hmm. she yells at him, You're a fish And he says What? Because he was a fish in jail and half baked. Everybody called him oh fish because he was a new guy. She's like, You're a fish and he first is like you're a bitch, and ha 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 ha. Then she keeps saying it, and when he should just say like, "Please leave," he instead like jumps on it because I, in my estimation, he didn't have much else to go in, so he just was like, "You know what? I can just I can milk ten minutes out of this," and it <laughs> it drove me crazy because I was like, "Just tell her to go! Like this isn't fun." <laughs> but it was more pleasant than when Michael Richards was in over oh, his head. Yeah, and no, the... it wasn't. It was, I, it was I saw a comic for the first time and. <laughs> I, I like it because they're finally they're like famous now um, as an opener for Anthony Jeselnik and like got not heckled but like way too much crowd participation and she dealt with it it turned into one of the funniest things I'd ever seen uh, for like 20 minutes and it was Cameron Esposito yeah. Uh, she was. I, if you have a chance to see her, I cannot recommend that enough. That was one of the most entertaining shows I've ever seen. Oh, that's Better great. Than Jess, like, no offense, Jess. Hmm. I, I know you're listening. Uh, one, one another dead comedian. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Greg Giraldo? Ooh. Because this, this is a. This is a oh, that's the thing. This is, this is really nice. He has a joke about Jello, mm-hmm. and then somebody yells out something insane, like, "Don't go to Utah for Jello," and he just like, "All right, let's let's talk." <laughs> 
I gotta say, I do have a few rules that I live by, and that's not one of them yet. But it's uh, <laughs> I'm gonna definitely add that to my notebook of helpful hints. Don't go to Utah for Jello. Why? Why is that? Yeah, maybe I haven't read the paper lately. Is there some sort of crazy Utah Jello crisis? <laughs> I gotta get the fuck out of here. But you picked an interesting time to pique my curiosity. Don't <laughs> don't go to Utah for Jello. <laughs> is that a piece of advice you feel necessary to give people pretty regularly or because for the most part I think it doesn't come up <laughs> you live in Utah and you're like you don't want people going there for the jello is this some kind of trick to keep people out from eating up all your jello like the whole Iceland <laughs> Greenland scam <laughs> what a fucking weird thing to say don't go to Utah for jello <laughs> you know what you just ruined my whole summer vacation plans <laughs> here I had rented the trailer Got myself a special spoon. <laughs> nice bib. I was all set to make the trip down there. So it turns... Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Turns out the stereotype is not true. Utah is not the best place to go for cello. Wow. <laughs> almost sounds like something you wrote. Um, weird aside to even say. Yeah, that... I, I just I, wanted to use that as a good example of like... Don't... Just don't. Just whatever you have to add, yeah. just don't do it. I don't know, but I feel like the person doing who did that in that case was like, I made him better. Yeah. Like, I made I something class. And yeah. it's like, that's not how it should be done. That's, you know, speaking of Todd Glass, he, mm-hmm. uh, when I saw Louis C.K. last, Todd Glass opened mm-hmm. for him. And even before that, then Todd Glass did an announcing over the, like, over the PA system before he came out saying, you know, if you're thinking of doing, like, interrupting this or saying anything... How about just go to your car and kill yourself? Would you do that instead, please? If you, if you have the thought to interrupt us, just just please do that instead. It was a good it was a good thing. But all right, Dave, I want to hear about your getting heckled. You got heckled? I did. I mean, not at the governor's. No, this was, oh, this was like, not, this gonna be like therapy. This was governor's uh, sister uh, comedy place called the Brokerage. The, the Duchess. The Brokerage. The Brokerage. The same place Seinfeld was in. No, the I, where I did most of my very brief stand-up career was at <laughs> Governor's because, like, you graduate from the class that you paid, like, 300 bucks for. Mm-hmm. You can go to any open mic night. You just, I mean, you have to bring, like, five people, which is the worst because, like, uh, having people that you know see your comedy is the worst. Show, at, yes. Mm-hmm. You can't uh, perform unless you bring people in, which is fucking insane because I was just, like, they, they were talking, we, were, we had taken a class, so we got free yeah. tickets, but it was sort of like, yeah, there's bringer shows. You bring like five people. I'm like, I would. So if I if I bring you hundreds of dollars in drinks, yeah, <laughs> then like, you'll let me then, talk. For you'll five let me minutes. talk. That w- it was. Yeah, it, I hated doing that, but that was the only way to do it back then. Because oh, I, I tried to do it without. Yeah. You guys showed up by Brett or my yeah. girlfriend showed up by surprise. I'm like, please don't come. I don't want to do. Yeah. I don't want to do any standing. <laughs> well, the day I went, you didn't go up. I was too afraid. But the bonus was I was stealing all your material. I did get to go to a lot of cool shows for free, basically, because I graduated from the class. But I tried this other place because I thought, like, what, uh, I, what rank were you in your class? Uh, Yellow belt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I got S minus. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I had a really good this, combo going, but I didn't quite get it to the end. So, <laughs> but yeah, so like I went to this new place because I thought like. I have to do more places if I'm mm-hmm. gonna like grow as a comedian. Leave your comfort zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it. This was just like from the very start. It was like the. It was my last, but it was also my worst stand-up show, and I feel bad that I ended it on that note because I still take notes from time to time. Would like, you have would ended? Would pick. you have ended it had that not happened? I don't think so. Not like, because well, for, first of all, like, 
I hadn't like I told the guy to like give me a specific intro and he botched it and then like that was supposed to lead into my first joke and it was just like that was bad. And when he said like <laughs> Dave Rudden and like Welcome to Stage Dave Rudden, the very first thing that was said was some guy was like, You're not Dave Chappelle. I'm like what? I, like it's one of those like people yes, where it broke my brain, <laughs> and I'm like, well, people have said I look like David Tell, and like nobody laughed, and I'm like, okay, this Hold is on, terrible. Wait, like nobody knows that level of like nobody knows a comedian that's only famous for, for being a comedian. Well, yes, and it's like, okay, this is this is gonna be bad, and it was like bad all the way through. I would have been and, like. I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes proving to you that I am Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, this that's the... Because, look, I can recite all his jokes. Yeah. Recite all his jokes. I'll talk like a black guy for a little yeah. while. That's, and then well, get really I'm white. Richard James, you bitch. <laughs> that, uh, that was also something that was frustrating in stand-up was... You, we say it all now, like, well, I would have said this, I would have said this. That's all I would say to myself yeah. after it. I'd be like, well, yeah, I should have yeah, yeah, done yeah, this, yeah, I should have yeah. done this. That's how you can really appreciate the work... Or how good, like, Patton or Greg Giraldo was on stage of, like, you know what, I'm just going to say something. I'll, i got to make shit up right now to shut your ass down. You know, my, one of my favorite comics, Dana Gould, who I go see here whenever he blows through here, used to live here. Uh, he is so good in in a way that I when I look at him now, it's like, is this just effortless and you don't even <laughs> like this? He's been doing it for three decades. Yeah, he's like, he's, like, just... He is excellent. Even the way he has like fucking microphone tricks, like a ballerina, yeah. that he just does in the middle of his set because he's been doing it so long. Like I'll twirl the mic around, throw it around my back, catch it the other side, just in the middle of a joke that doesn't merit that. <laughs> this is him shutting someone down in a, I think the Laughing Skull in Atlanta. Who is it? Dana Gould. This Gex. This is Gex. Just try to settle. Just try to just don't. You don't have to not talk. Just settle. <laughs> Jesus. Because when you die, your life will flash before your eyes, and you'll look back on this moment and go, oh, fuck, I was an idiot. I don't want that for you. I don't want your deathbed to be marred by the laughing skull night. You're about to meet God. It should be a smooth experience. Ah, oh, God damn it, Jesus. I took the gift of life and just shit in its mouth. My parents fell in love and God's miracles were translated. I was just a thing in my dad's balls. And my mom got on there and just started working my dad's cock. And he shot cum right into my mom. And I grew shot right out of her cunt. Head first. Blew her pussy open. And I was life. I was a walking miracle. And I took that miracle and I just wiped my ass with it. I went to the laughing skull and didn't even listen. I just blah, blah, blah. Verbal diarrhea. Like my mouth was an asshole in Cancun after a bad burrito. Uh, so Laughing School, that's uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, comic uh, <laughs> You had a David Cross one I wanted to hear because I, uh, I've seen multiple good David Cross ones. Yeah, because he's, he, like, he tends to do shows in informal environments, which sometimes... Gets his audience a drunk and be a little. Yeah, I unruly. saw him a few, like five years ago. Oh, geez, probably six, seven years mm-hmm. ago at this point. And there was some heckler, and I don't remember what he did, but he did like the whole show was like a screeching halt, and I remember yeah. him like yelling at him. Well, I in the film, I've never seen him alive, unfortunately. But in the in the film, Let America Laugh, which mm-hmm. I his, was his tour film he made in like yeah. two thousand two. Which was so good because he like interviewed the audience mm-hmm. and one woman even said like this is a great time to do it. It's you know let America laugh. It's been hard after nine eleven and just this. Yeah. yeah. But there's two times where people like he shuts down a, 
heckler. One is a dude. He's doing a joke about 9-11 or mentioning being in New York for 9-11. Yeah. And then some guy says, I'm glad those two towers are gone. And then David Cross is like, really? Really? That's, <laughs> that's what you got, huh? And the other one was look like hell. And as an Arkansan, I felt bad for him, too, because somebody in the film suggests to him, oh, hey, go to this. You're, you're nearby. Go to this place in, in Arkansas. There's a bunch. I'm from there. There's a bunch of cool people there. He goes on stage. There's no backstage. He just has to walk from the parking lot onto the stage with <laughs> oh, a I'm dude amazed. who is sneaking into the club with him. <laughs> And then for 30 minutes, people are just shouting at him things. And he is he said he has to babysit them. And there's just a clip. Like, it's not even heckling. It's just that everyone won't shut up. <laughs> the one I, and after 30 minutes, he's just like, so, okay, you've said all these things now. Can, can I start my show? <laughs> the, one I, the one I didn't grab was the one that was in the news in the last couple of years was Dave Chappelle going yeah. back on stage. I've, and it's, it's so fucking heartbreaking. I've been to a, a uh-huh. show like that. With, with Dave Chappelle, Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, I saw Chappelle a few years ago. And it's and like the same he, thing happened. He's yeah. trying to. He's. You can see him trying to talk, and everybody just keeps yelling at him. A lot of people yelling Rick James, and he's yeah. like waiting for them to quiet down. Please, please let it me. Is, and then people started yelling in the the famous clip. It's like twelve minutes. He's like, he can't even talk. And then pe- the guy holding the camera is like, tell a fucking joke. He can't. <laughs> he cannot tell a joke. It you are a, not letting him tell a joke. It is such a weird struggle because he immediately, sh- he almost immediately shuts down yeah. when he's heckled. And it like people in the audience are yelling at the hecklers like shut up mm-hmm. like it, it seems like a nightmare yeah, and it's yeah. just like this weird vortex and it goes yeah. on like I went to see him at uh, uh, this place called the Independent which is two blocks from my apartment yeah. I, saw, I saw only I saw I went Rock one, Club. yeah I went once to like one of his comedy shows mm-hmm. and it was great like he asked for audience participation like mm-hmm. tell me his topic I'll just go off on it. It was like one of the best shows I've ever been to. Is that to. one of the Cobbs ones? Yeah. Okay, and it was an unadvertised show. Like I clicked on it. one yeah. of them too, right? Yeah, it was, it was like, the Cobbs one, yeah. Yeah, it was like a Sunday and I'm like, I think I'll just go see some, see some comedy. I click on it, it's like Dave Chappelle. I'm like, holy shit. Like I've just <laughs> lucked out that this like he randomly decided to do the show and it was great. And yeah. then the next year he added at this rock club two blocks from my apartment and I'm like, this is going to be great too. It cost way more to go and I had to stand for three hours. Right. Whew. But it was him shutting down... Uh, Heckler, not even shutting down Heckler, him shutting down in the face of heckling, yelling and not telling any real jokes and smoking on stage, and then eventually just evolved to like having conversations with the crowd, like you want to go, uh, let's go to Golden Gate Park tomorrow and like ride bikes and so, shit, and like that's is, why it's dreadful. Like my knees were locking up, and it was just the worst. That's why I don't want to go to a Dave Chappelle show. Well, one because it will be four hours, which Dana Gould, Dana Gould actually mocked when we when the time I saw him with you, Chris. <laughs> he said, was any but, of it good? Yeah, he's like <laughs> he went till four in the, four a.m. Was any of it good? He has a mental problem. He can't stop talking but the other the other reason i would want to go is because i would feel anxiety for dave Chappelle that that he's like this wounded animal that you're just like let's laugh but not too hard let's let's all agree that like we're we're lucky that he's here and please nobody quote his show to him just we we all should understand that he hates that show and doesn't want to hear any quotes from it it's a serious form of trauma for him some of the things he said on oprah the oprah winfrey show he felt bad about putting into the public and you're gonna scream it at him 10 years later yeah I get uh, like you see maybe why yeah. he had his reservations. Dave Chappelle's a beautiful creature, yeah. love that guy. Uh, but this David Cross, we I saw him coming out of the theater. Like we did, he, I, previously, he was there alone to see Bridesmaids on opening day in San Francisco, and That's I didn't recognize him because he was Jack. Like, uh, but uh, this David Cross one is excellent because this is another thing I hate. I, I shouldn't even bring that up. We wrote that Aladdin uh, 
definitive guide to Aladdin's impression just because we thought kids watching the movie won't know who Robin Williams is impersonating. And we, I showed you that Arsenio Hall clip. I don't want to play it because it's like seven minutes. But it's just like the queer nation interrupting him to like using yeah. like being in the audience is like a vessel for their message mm-hmm. and this guy th- th- not I was gonna play the clip I'm not now but this is David Cross on stage talking about how he's gonna do a, a, a signing for his book but didn't go to an independent bookstore and someone in the audience just loses their mind Barnes and Noble Uh, Well, I actually uh, tried to get into uh, criminal records for book signing, and uh, Grand Central, the publishing company, said they don't have an account with them, and then I went through my manager. I'm also in the middle of a a tour, so I don't have all that much time, but um, (laughs) I went back and forth, and then uh, that's all they got at the last minute. And then, of course, I had to cancel it because they didn't uh, schedule it until. 20 minutes after I landed. Um, and also, fuck you. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good shutdown. That's pretty good. He just is like, oh, you don't know the facts, it, and it, also, fuck you. That's a weird, kind of different form of heckling, because that's like, yeah. I want to say like that person thought, like, I'll be progressive, and like, uh, I'm going to like... I'm a progressive yeah. person. I cannot stand like... Everybody else was doing something different in that moment. Yeah. And you had to stand up and say... And you had to make it about you in that moment, that right is, there. Yeah, you can feel the like political fire under this person getting them going instead of instead of drinking and saying, like, Dave, David Cross, you're supposed to be the... You're supposed to be one of the good guys. Why aren't you? Like, <clears throat> David Cross had a very good free reaction to that. But Chris, I know you saw Bob Odenkirk. Uh, I did. <laughs> get upset I saw him at the Palace of Fine Arts doing the Mr. Show semi-reunion thing. Jay Johnston was there with David Cross and uh, and uh, what's uh, John Ennis. He was there too. And um, Bob Odenkirk was doing the return of F.F. Woody uh, Cooks. I'm so glad I was there to see him report shake the crime stick yeah. at cybercrime. <laughs> and I don't know what they were yelling at Bob, but he got like real old man, like walked up to the front of the stage and just stopped the show <laughs> reprimanded people for like three it what felt like five minutes it was probably like 10 seconds uh, but it was it was it was very uncomfortable yeah i haven't played any women yet i don't think yeah mm-hmm. let's hear and I, I again i'm not gonna be able to play all the clips i have maybe we'll put this in an article and you can go check all the check all these out yourself amy amy schumer i think maybe because she is a comedian who has risen within the existence of cell phone technology mm-hmm. you there are no shortage of Amy Schumer being fucked with on stage yeah, yeah. And, and like and I'm sure it's because she's a woman I'm sure like I, did, I couldn't even watch all of them and I'm sure most of it is like dude saying shitty disgusting things at her mm-hmm. but I, I really like this one this is at from Atlanta uh, in 2009 um this isn't a class do you know that a woman raises her hand <laughs> <laughs> You want to know where I got my boots? Um, okay, uh, they're at the corner of you can't afford them and stop talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good uh, comeback. There's, 
Myers. I, I thought that was wow, great. You can tell great. it's a modern uh, comedian because the sound quality is so much clearer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Um, that was recorded on a phone. And, and again, that is so weird. Asking where you got your boots. Like, that is... Oh, I thought they said boots. And again, boots. again uh, in Atlanta boots. two years later. <clears throat> Guys, these are jokes. Uh, I don't fuck kids. She's walking down in the front row. The fattest motherfucker. No, oh, just wonder. Never, uh, never yell at the person. Especially, oh god, just so this, is especially so, something that like that. Good yeah. god. Uh-huh. Well, so that is something I've heard and read from multiple female <laughs> comics that when they get heckled, it often gets sexual. That's oh, yeah. that's a level that like dude, dude comics to get interrupted by a drunk person. Saying, You're not blah blah blah. blah. But they're not saying like I want to fuck you or you I should fuck you or, or you everyone fuck fucks you. Or, yeah, and I wish I wish I had clips because can you imagine like it is better now for female comedians than yeah. it's ever been. Yeah, and I was I wondering like why doesn't Joan Rivers have a bunch of recordings? This is probably why. <laughs> yeah, I bet this is... though she is great at like in in her the late Joan Rivers in her in her special like <laughs> she she was still great at crowd work <laughs> up to that point like in her in her late years I bet she had a bunch of great shutdowns yeah. on. People. I wonder if that was kind of like. Like, put, like cutting it off at the head. Like, uh, if I do crowd work where I like, can we talk? Let me make fun of you for a second. Uh, like, that's kind of like beating down a heckler before like one even comes up. We have a bandwidth issue. We are running. Yeah. We are running. I want to get Lisa Lamp- Lampanelli in here because this is oh, her. her yelling at a woman. Okay, we can ground things back to a non misogynistic mm-hmm. uh, world, even though she might bring it there. Okay, what? Or, what do I fucking <laughs> say? Will you agree with me? She is waving security Ooh. off, like, do not remove her, <laughs> and the clip is seven minutes long. <laughs> no, 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 listen to me. You stand over there. I, I, I respect you. You fucking moronic, ugly, fucking bad, highlighted cunt. Wait, calling her a stupid, ugly, bad, highlighted cunt <laughs> got a standing ovation. Again, yeah. don't yell at the cunt. It will yeah. never work out in your benefit. The ever. comic is likely smarter than you and, and better prepared for this. A and, public, and I'm not going to lie. That, uh, boy, that, but that road of heckling, too, is just like, well, I, we paid for this. I paid oh, for this. Oh, like, I hate it so much. You didn't pay to like ruin everybody else's no, experience. You that's, you the, have, that's the, you the poor thing about heckling. More. Don't yeah, do it. And if you want your money back... Go and get it. Like, yeah. don't you don't you didn't buy the right to ruin this. Well, let's save the ugly ones for for last here. Um. Oh, I wanted to mention there was <laughs> one, one? that's not all that good in audio, but it's <laughs> Michael Showalter. He kept it in his uh, stand-up CD called Sandwiches and Cats, where in the middle of his stand-up, he just hears cats meowing. And he's like, <laughs> what? And this this woman brought in in her like <laughs> pet carriers two cats. And he just he rips on it for like a minute for a minute. It's going like 
What? Oh, well, I have to bring my two cats. I told them to be quiet. They, oh, they're not listening. I'm so sorry. How do you shut down the cats. And he saw. He, Listen, he, you fucking pussy. Well, his best, his best comeback was like, "I love cats. Love them." But you either have to leave or kill those cats. Like, <laughs> one of those two things has to happen. And then, he, and then he goes like, "No, you think I'm joking? Like seriously, get those cats out of here! Like this wasn't a bit. Like I don't want these cats." <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of uh, pussies, let's hear Bill PX say cunt a lot. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Thank you, man. Be my little echo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh. My, my mother. And, uh. You suck. You fucking cunt. Get the fuck out of here right now. Get out. Fuck you. Fuck you, you idiot. You're everything that America should be flushed down the toilet, you fucking turd. Fuck you. Get out. Get out, you fucking drunk bitch. Take her out. Take her fucking out. Take her to somewhere that's good. Don't be fucking Madonna, you fucking idiot piece of shit. Very dated. Madonna was a famous performer. We <laughs> <laughs> did. We did. Great. Great. You suck, buddy. You suck. I can yell at the comedian because I'm a drunk son. That gives me carte blanche. <laughs> I got a cunt and I'm drunk. I can do anything I want. I don't have a cock. I can yell at performers because I'm a fucking idiot because I got a cunt. I want you to go find a fucking soul. <laughs> and this that clip is because this is like 800 hecklers in that clip and yeah. Bill Hicks is a guy who died too early I mean obviously I was a fan this was a very different time where he did that like but there, that but yeah. it, there's so little material from him there's there's a, a bunch of great albums I forget the fucking album is it, is it UFO tour like it's volume one there, there's an album that exists of him doing his material audience is loving it and, and like since he died they released an album of material of him doing terrible with the exact same material and being like mercilessly mocked by the crowd I, I haven't seen any comedian release an album like that and I doubt anybody who was living would wow, uh, that's, but when you need more material to sell CDs to people who get into the cult of yes. his but yeah the oh also from that Heckler movie there's one for that same time frame where I don't know the name of it but it was a it was a I think it was a stand-up who used a guitar who then smashed yes. the guitar yes. and the heckler came on stage. No, that, the, that's sort of what made me think about it because in Vegas recently someone, uh, a comic got kicked in the stomach. Wow. Like, there's a guy who has like a comic persona that involves heckling other comics and he's like, don't come up on stage. Don't do it. Kicked in the tummy. Well, the guy who smashed the guitar on the other guy, he says, yeah, he says to the audience, hey, you're on my side. He was coming for me, right? The audience boos him. No. He's like... Okay, I'm gone. Uh, <laughs> good night. And he just leaves. He knows he's, wow. he's lost. Another one of my favorite comic uh, comics gets compared to Hicks a lot is uh, Doug Stanhope. Yeah, um, su- I think he's super underrated. He's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, obviously vicious shutdowns uh, plenty. Microphone. You're, you're happy to yell at me. So tell me, what is my new material? I'm about six minutes into a show, desperate for anything new like ISIS or beheading. No, I want to fucking know what you have to say, you British cunt. This is why. Of 
of money, and I loathe it because there's always one guy like you that feeds into a comic sphere. I'm afraid of doing the shit that I did last night tonight for the guy who shows up two nights in a row that thinks this is all off the top of your head that you put a little fucking work into this. Actually, uh, it, this is a great clip. It was not oh, the one I intended on playing. That is, no, I actually love that bit there. He admits, like, yes. unlike the other ones, he's admitting a like weakness uh, yeah. too, a deep, a deep seated fear that, like, yeah, like I, I, I want to say something original every night. That's or what if one person hears me say the same joke twice? When so. I say I had a problem with the refinement of doing stand up, it was more like doing it in front of people I know had seen it before it was really uncomfortable like yeah like, it's not easy did this get any better um, <laughs> anybody want to validate me and it's not their job to validate me it's the audience's job and you know when you're starting out you're going to perform for more comics than audience uh, members yeah. Yeah. it sounds awful yeah it's, it's not all I, I, was, I mean like, just doing the same joke over and over again it's just like yeah. I mean but like, we don't pity bands for playing the same songs over not and like over telling again. Toys R Us stories <laughs> well it's it's the same for pro wrestlers too they have to like do, yeah, you, do you just this. do like years of garbage just to earn the right to <laughs> be better like that's yeah. something we should all keep in mind of even like an average stand up you've like they've been doing this for five years they've he worked really hard, probably. So, or an I, average wrestler, Hank. What I what I had mi- stop it. Cheap podcast on another at another time. But uh, what I wanted to play was a clip from him from uh, Mount Clemens, Michigan. And I believe what has happened is uh, Lynn Lynn Shawcroft. Um, she's good friends with them. I've seen her open for him uh, personally. I think it was she was married to Mitch Hedberg at, uh, um, when he died. But I think she got booed or something, or like for being a Canadian. Oh, okay. And so Stan Hope takes the stage, and this is leading into my favorite one. Okay. Uh, it takes the stage and just is already angry at the audience. You can't heckle unless you're in the first four rows because I can't see you. It's chicken shit. I'm trigger warning I guess yeah. but like if if you're in a show and you see get to see someone do that you will remember it forever yeah. it is a uh, 75% of that I feel is where I was headed <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. so, uh, if oh, you want to uh, hear my absolute favorite one and this is like Bill Burr mm-hmm. one of the best comics working right now period just oh, yeah. fantastic and I don't know the year um, and I'm trying to set up the scenario I believe it was um, Opie and Anthony had a tour um, where a bunch like they went to stadiums with a mm-hmm. bunch of comics doing uh, minutes at a time um, and they're radio fans so they're unruly they're all yeah. bringing in their own alcohol and like Oof, yeah. and like eventually like <laughs> eventually it becomes clear to the crowd this is too much stand up 
This is too much stand-up for uh, the amount of booze that yeah, uh, people are consuming right now. And, like, every comic is getting booed, including, like, fucking legends. People you would have to pay, like, 40 bucks mm-hmm. to see on their own. You're seeing do 10 minutes yeah. here and there. Have you heard this before? Well, no, I just know who, like, was on opening anything. Like, Jim Norton, Patrice yeah. O'Neill. Oh, yeah, like, all, like, Brett, you remember yeah. Tough Crowd, like, all those guys. Oh, yeah. And so... So I, I believe it was... I think he says Dom Irera was on before him. Dom Irera, uh, fucking just great. I want to ride you like a Viking. <laughs> I, lo- I love Dom Irera. Uh, yeah, that's a Dr. Katz line. He's going to Dr. Katz. Uh, he gets booed. And, like, you uh, don't... He's like a legend. You don't, yeah. boo, you don't boo a legend who's on stage for ten minutes. Like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. So instead of, like, coming out to do his own material, he just decides to use all of his time to trash Philadelphia <laughs> and everybody in the audience. And it is... I, I, I had to grab separate clips. It is 12 minutes. It is fucking beautiful. It, again, it's cathartic. It's therapeutic to listen to. It is very nasty. I'm gonna sh- here are my favorite clips. Oh, fuck all you people. You know what, you fucking losers? I hope you all fucking die, and I hope the fucking Eagles never win the Super Bowl. <laughs> you are more insulted by that. does for 12 minutes and <laughs> counts down every minute like 11 minutes left uh, so I'm, I'm not stopping this is I'm sweating <laughs> I hope you all get in your Ford focuses you fucking drive off the side of that faggot ass Ben Franklin bridge you fucking one bridge having piece of shit city that no one gives a fuck about the terrorists the terrorists will never crowd was starting to like this is fucking great dude they, they, Some of they them, completely turn yeah and then and then when they do start to enjoy he's like he will not let them enjoy it yeah this again this is a great clip i don't even have this labeled uh, but i know it's awesome because i took it i really hope all of you run into all those black people that you love so much here in camden i really hope that happens i hope there's a line of all of you guys getting fucking carjacked and they take out their big black dicks and they just shove them right in your fucking mouths, each and every one of you. And somehow they just keep repeatedly coming right in your fucking eyeballs. 
<laughs> he had he had called them racist before, I believe. Yeah. No. Well, like, bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> fucking Rocky is your hero. The whole pride of your city is built around a fucking guy who doesn't even exist. <laughs> Joe Frazier is from there, but he's black, so you can't fucking deal with them. So you make a fucking statue for some three foot fucking Italian, you stupid, <laughs> cheese eating fucking jackasses. I hope that cheese melts your fucking faces off. Collectively suck a fucking dick. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's such a good point. They had, to make they up have a, white a Rocky boxer. statue yeah. in their city instead of a legendary real boxer. Yeah, Joe Frazier is one of the greatest of all time, but he was from there. But they had to make up a fake Man. guy. You, you can tell that was like pent up frustration at like yes. just Philadelphia crowds and yeah. like Opie and Anthony, like those like shock jock fans who were just like you know. The, Sometimes uh, they're kind of racist. They seem like, one, like, yeah. yeah, they seem one step removed from Juggalos. Yeah. I just, I think like, it might not have been a great venue for that much comedy. I yeah. think I've, I've, yeah. I've been to like when I go to a Warp tour and they close with like the. I've been here since noon. Yeah, maybe yeah. I don't care that much about Real Big. I cannot a, believe that is my ba- fucking comparison. It's bad to put three three eleven on at the very end because <laughs> yeah. everyone just starts. Amber is not the color of their energy at that point. So though. like, so like that's when that song was hot. He's kind of winning them over. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't know this. You guys might know better, but like. You can tell the audience doesn't like having their sports team. <laughs> it is. It's unreal. Look at you with your fucking Donovan McNabb shirt. I hope he snaps both his fucking ankles in the first goddamn game. I hope you go all in fucking 16. I said suck a dick. Eight minutes left. Eight fucking minutes left. The Flyers, do they even fucking exist anymore? <laughs> to go. Three fucking minutes left. What's left? The Phillies, that faggot ass team named after a female horse. You bunch of pussies. You watch one fucking World Series since 1880s. Suck a dick. Bring Tuck McGraw back from the dead, you fucking jackasses. Maybe you'll win another one. It ain't ever happening. It ain't ever fucking happening with your red candy striped faggot fucking uniforms. Your team should be selling in the fucking instructional leagues. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, they haven't won since. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I have to yeah. cut it off here. Like, I encourage you to listen to that whole thing. It is... If we have not impressed I'm, upon I'm you, also impressed how long people can boo. Yeah. yeah. Well, just how, like how hard stand-up is and just... 12 minutes of improvising yeah. ways to insult an entire <laughs> like, stadium of people. Boo! I gotta go to the bathroom, but I'll be back. Because <laughs> well, he knew he couldn't get... He wasn't getting a ton out of sexuality or saying, fuck your mother. But, so he's like, nah, sports, they take every... Yeah. Barely this Collectively, Philly, I'll insult the most people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Philly is very sensitive about their sports teams. They're all bad. They don't win all yeah. that often in, in every sport. They're named yeah. after failed industry. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and they're very... Philly's very sensitive, but they're also, like, they have a... They're right. They're in the tri-state area yeah. with uh, Boston and New York, and so they they always feel lesser to mm-hmm. both of those cities. And they and also, uh, which was it? The Roman Reigns Rumble win that yeah. that was in Philly. Philly. They yeah, also yeah. have the worst wrestling, wrestling yeah. fans. Yeah. Which that's one. Of, so that's one thing I do like in wrestling compared to <laughs> stand-up is that 
their wrestlers want to be hated, they want to be heckled yeah. and shouted at. Like, got, just look up. I wish I thought of this beforehand, but uh, just Bubba Ray Dudley before in ECW, he was so good at heckling the audience back and getting them to hate him more than anything. But that that is our show. I am sweaty Oof. with laughter. I hope you guys have enjoyed another Laser Time listening party. You can find out more at lasertimepodcast.com. Shoot a rating over on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell a friend. We got a we bunch love of love our audience. We got a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, suck a dick. Uh, <laughs> you stupid team, the Philadelphia Danglers. I I don't I don't know. I, I don't like sports, but we have plenty of other shows. If you like video games, suck. wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, comic books, somebody else handle plugs for me. Well, there's patreon.com slash laser time if you want to directly support us and help out the show. And especially I want to talk about Talking Simpsons, our newest yeah. show, which needs all all the support it can get. Reviews, uh, subscriptions on iTunes, all that. And it's a great show where we chronologically go through every episode of The Simpsons and uh, talk about them in depth. I've had, I've had a ton of fun going through the second season. It's been, it's been great. And of course, I do Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast every week on the Laser Time Network. And we also stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific time. So if you want to heckle us, heckle us live. Tell us where. Tell I've us fucking ass. Tell us your sports teams, and we'll make fun of them. <laughs> yeah, you're not good at playing Sonic Generations. I not s- like my sports team. <laughs> I swear to God that hearing that makes me wish I knew more about sports because yeah. I can deeply offend someone and still be their friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just learn more. That should get you into sports more. Just be like, if I knew uh, yeah, if I, if each I, town's NFL team. If that, I knew your NFL hero or your fucking MVP yeah. baseball player, I'd have someone very specific to make fun of and I don't have that. Uh, we also have Cheap Podcast, which uh, it's named after almost the opposite of a heckle. Cheap Pop. Yeah. Make everybody happy. Yeah. Elson, anything? Uh, VG Empire, Game Music podcast Indeed. on vgempire.com yes and com. you can find all that shit there including a bunch of other fun articles maybe if you'd like we'd collect all these in an article mm-hmm. I doubt I'll do that yeah. by the time this posts but uh, I encourage you to check out these I didn't even get to like fucking Hannibal Burris uh, uh, Jim Jeffries, I have that. Stu- I had that stuff too. We just went. Maybe too Maybe people like it enough that we could, you could do a sequel. Stretch it in a sec- maybe I gotta hear it. Maybe, maybe, maybe we will. Until then, Simpsons Laser Time Podcast Good night, everybody. Nice.